0: Welcome to The Poem Comes After,
1: the podcast where we take poems that inspire us and create a story inspired by the poem,
0: sometimes loosely inspired.
1: We also follow up the story with the reading of the poem.
0: Our aim is to take inspiration from artists who came before us,
1: even though the poem comes after. Abner Elspeth Hello What brings you here today? It's time, Abner. For what? You know what? Not sure if I do. Come with me. Let me tell my Now Okay. Is something wrong?
0: Abraham, we're all set.
1: How's your family? Just fine. And how old is little Lilith?
0: Do not speak to me about my family.
1: What? Where are we going? You'll see. I'm not quite sure what's going on. You're not going to tell me?
0: I will tell you in due time.
1: All right. I'd really love to know how Lilith is, Elspeth. It's been many years since I've seen her. She must be, what, seven, eight years old? I will not talk to you about Lilith. (laughs) Have you no heart? Heart? You're asking me about heart? Elspeth, you say that we aren't friends, but we are. I don't know why you're suddenly being so cruel to me. How dare you sit there
0: after years of inaction with that ridiculous smile on your face? You think we're friends, Abner? Friends. How could we be friends? You sit there with that grin and you have the audacity to ask me about heart. You're the one with no heart. It has been ten years since your father's death and yet you do not pay. Pay what? The debt. What debt are you talking about? Your father's debt. You know what I'm talking. You inherited it after he passed.
1: You have not paid a cent towards it. My father's debt? Elspeth, I'm sorry, but I have no idea what this is about. Don't sit there and lie to me. Why are we stopping? Elspeth? I don't understand what's happening.
0: Step out of the carriage. I will not. Step out, or you will be dragged out.
1: Why does he have a gun?
0: Abner de Bois the Fourth. You are being charged with the crime of theft. Charged. The original crime was arson by Abner de Bois the Third of the Almond Estate. Your family's estate. Why would he do that?
1: Why haven't I heard this before?
0: Your father wronged my father. This original crime was punished with a fine of $100,000.
1: $100,000? No one has that amount of money.
0: When Abner Dubois III passed, a total of $9,978 had been paid back. You inherited the debt of $90,022. You were given ten years to make any sort of contribution to the debt. You have failed to do so. I was not
1: aware of this
0: debt. You lie again. Abner Dubois the Fourth, I hereby sentence you to death. Death, what gives you the right? Do you have anything to say for yourself? Is this legal? What your father did was illegal.
1: Elspeth, you know me. Please have mercy. Think of Meredith. Think of my children. Gerard, fire away. I'm so sorry, Gerard. Elspeth, how? Why would you do this? After all these years of friendship. I'm going to get my family and we are going to leave town. You will not follow us. You will not find us. Understood? Please, don't shoot. Do you understand?
0: I understand. I understand.
1: Abraham, please... Drive me home. I will get my family, and then you'll drive us somewhere else. I don't want to, but I will shoot you if necessary. (coughs) Goodbye, Elspeth. The Debt by Paul Laurence Dunbar This is the debt I pay, just for one ride a day, years of regret and grief, sorrow without relief. Pay it I will to the end, until the grave, my friend, gives me a true release, gives me the clasp of peace. Slight was the thing I bought, small was the debt I thought, poor was the loan at best, God, but the interest.
0: Paul Lawrence Dunbar was born in the late 1800s to parents that were formerly enslaved. His work was published very early on in his life at the age of just 16. He was an excellent student, but was unable to attend college. Dunbar tried to get a job with various newspapers and other literary companies, but was rejected because of his race. He finally landed a job as an elevator
1: operator. Dunbar personally funded the publishing of his first book of poetry called Oak and Ivy. He made back his investment in just two weeks by selling copies to people who rode his elevator. As his work became more recognized, Paul Lawrence Dunbar started to travel and host readings of his works, often for audiences consisting of other famous poets. Eventually, with the financial help of investors who were interested in his work, Dunbar published his second collection called Majors and Minors, which received a lot of praise from editors, critics, and other writers, particularly for his dialect poems. Poems written in what was known as Black English, where the style and content was inspired by African folk culture.
0: Dunbar's success grew as he went on to write short stories and novels in addition to poetry. His most famous short story collection called Folks from Dixie is widely considered to be the first volume of short stories written by a Black author to be published in the U.S. The stories are mostly centered around African-American people who find fulfillment in their own communities apart from the world of white people. These stories examined some
1: quote-unquote harsh assessments of racism. In 1903, Paul Lawrence Dunbar wrote the lyrics for a musical called Into which was considered a success as the first Broadway musical to be produced with a cast made up entirely of black people. While the show featured some of the racial caricatures of the time, to put it mildly, Into expanded on black characters and added an alternative representation of black Americans at the time. Dunbar
0: married Alice Ruth Moore, a teacher and poet from New Orleans. They moved to Washington, D.C., where he briefly worked at the Library of Congress and attended Howard University.
1: Dunbar was diagnosed with tuberculosis, and his health rapidly declined. He died at the young age of 33 in Dayton, Ohio, while living with his mother. Paul Lawrence Dunbar had gone down in history as the first nationally and internationally recognized black poet. His work has influenced artists that came after him, such as Maya Angelou.
0: There are many Black poets that we came across whose work is important and provocative and inspiring. However, so many of the poems we liked the most were copyrighted. So for now, here are some poets we encourage you to check out. Morgan Parker, Gwendolyn Brooks, Claudia Rankine, and Kai Miller. And don't stop there. There are many black poets and artists in general out there. One thing that we can do to fight racism is diversify the voices that we choose to entertain and inspire us. Thanks for tuning in.